Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly cleaning advice column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Esquire.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com. With me today, as always, is my partner in grime, Dave Lozo. Hey, Dave. What's going on? Are What's you feel- happening? Are you, are you feeling festive? Mm, not really. No? Not no. particularly. I'm actually not feeling all that festive either, which, no. is, which is terrible news because we have a very festive episode today. Oh, oh that's right, because this is going to be... Because holiday season is upon us, oh, yeah. Wait, so let me, let me just pretend that my mood would be further in the future when this is going to run. Hold on. No, still not really. <laughs> that's totally that's no. totally fair. Maybe by the end of it, we'll both be feeling a little bit more festive and a little bit less grinchy. I I want eggnog. I haven't had eggnog. Yet. Oh, I should have brought you some egg. I love eggnog. I have an eggnog allergy. I think I've developed <gasps> because like I used to drink that's it all the, the time. That's the saddest allergy I've ever heard in my life. But like I get headachey and like my eyes get puffy now when I have eggnog. Happened oh. like for the first time last winter, and I'm going to try it again this winter. So, like, if I have, like, a glass of eggnog, I'm like, you ever see that? You, you, you don't watch Archer, do you? I sh- I'm, I'm terrified. I want you to carry an EpiPen around with you. Right. There's an episode of Archer where one of the characters is allergic to seafood, but she keeps eating it anyway because she <laughs> loves it so much. Like, that's me with eggnog where, like, I'm just, like, taking, like, like uh, what's it, Benadryl with my, with my eggnog because it's so good. <laughs> so, I'll they, deal. I'll do deal. You, do you think it might be the nutmeg? I don't know. I've I've never once ever had a problem. Like I would drink that hmm. stuff by the gallon when I was uh, forever. Right. So now, I, well, hopefully I we'll we'll crack that nut. My body's Meg. rejecting it. Ah. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that because eggnog is um delicious. Delicious. It's also kind of a mess. Um. Uh, all right. So listen, you guys. Today in today's episode, because this is our very festive holiday themed episode we are going to be covering all sorts of holiday messes like pine needles and pine sap uh we're also going to talk about dealing with melted wax on a menorah or a canara uh because we we were all inclusive uh, all inclusive happy holidays everybody yeah um and then we're going to talk about some tips for managing wrapping paper pickup Wrapping paper pickup. Yeah. Wrapping paper pickup. Um, That's easy to so, say. But before we get into all of that good stuff, we want to remind you that we offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to our premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite our show by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash person to check out all the packages we're offering and select the level of giving that's right for you. Your support helps us so much, and we would love to hear from you if there are rewards you'd like us to consider making available. 
Uh, and this week, we have a few new patrons to thank. We are very, very excited. Uh, I would like to thank, and Dave would also like to thank. I do. Uh, KJD. I'm using initials because I think that she may not have wanted a full shout out, but I want to say thank you. So she'll, she'll know who that is. KJD. Karen, Karen Jessica DeMille. Thank no, you. no, totally not. Um, thank you also to Kate Breiting Schmitz. Laura Pepitone. Laura that Pepitone. Is, uh, we have very lyrical names this week. I really like them. And uh, thank you also to Carrie Hughes. Carrie so there, Hughes. there are another another full slate of ladies. Mm-hmm. Where are the men? Apparently Where the, are the men? Why do the dudes not want to hear stories about our vomiting? And the thing is, is that we ju- so we drinking. just we just got some stats, and and to to nobody's surprise, number one podcast on all of iTunes. Congratulations! No, to us. it's not. Don't look it up. Not quite there yet, but hopefully one day we will get there. Um, I have faith in our little cleaning show. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, no. The the um, the most listened to episode was <laughs> the one about uh, the the male personal hygiene. AKA well, the ball washing yeah. episode. So, so men, we know you're out there listening. Or maybe it was all li- ladies listening, just being laughing like, at our balls. <laughs> I can understand that. Listen, uh, they're they're pretty funny. Um, all right, with all of that out of the way. Actually, also uh, email uh, Jolie and tell her what other body parts you would like to have lessons on being washed, because maybe that's the key to to yeah. a, a larger audience. So it's yeah. just, just whatever whatever you're wondering about. Well, we talked about the legs. We talked about washing legs. That was part of that episode. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But but we have we have we have we have we have we do have skin washing things to talk about, which is a perfect segue into mm-hmm. uh, the first holiday themed mess that we're going to talk about. And the first segment is um, everything related to Christmas trees and pine. Um, and then in the in the second, we'll we'll uh, talk to the people who don't celebrate Christmas because there are a lot of you. <laughs> um, I'm a Christmas person. Um, just so, just so we're, we're totally transparent here. Um, so I'm going to talk about pine needle cleanup and also I'm going to talk about pine sap removal. Um, the sap removal we'll talk about off your skin. If you've got pine needles on your skin, I don't know what to tell you. Um, they're they're there forever. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Um, so let me, let me go through the, the do's and don'ts actually, because there are, there are important don'ts when it comes to pine needle cleanup. Pine needles are a real real bare yeah um so i'm gonna go through those and then um in lieu of a question about that we're going to share an email that i got um from a from a reader with some very curious methods for removing pine sap uh that i think you all will enjoy you probably will not employ his methods but i think you will enjoy hearing about them i certainly did all right so let's talk about the pine needles first um so Probably what most people are going to do for pine needle cleanup is they're going to pull out their vacuum. That is great. A vacuum is a great thing to do, use to clean up pine needles. However, 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 yeah, there there but. are a couple there are a couple of important things that you need to know for the health of your vacuum. Um, and I actually can speak to this from personal experience. When I was living in my first apartment out of college, um, I got a I got a vacuum cleaner. You know, it was an upright with a bag, and I had a Christmas tree. And I did not vacuum the needles up the right way. And I ended up with a vacuum that smelled permanently of pine. Hmm. And also in like August was still spewing pine needles out or around on my floor, 
which was very annoying. So <laughs> here, here are the th- I was I was just a wee clean person then. I, I didn't I didn't possess this vast body of knowledge. <laughs> Ask a kind of clean person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ask a sort of clean person. Um, well, actually, I mean that that I kind of kind of speaks to the origins of all this. Is that, that like the job started because I was just a clean person. I wasn't an expert. Now I'm an expert oh. by dint of having done the job for so long. I've right. become an expert on the job. Um, Okay, so here, if I if if little twenty two year old Jolie had known this, uh, it would have saved her a lot of frustration. Um, empty the bag before you start vacuuming up pine needles. Hmm. It sounds totally counterintuitive to empty the bag before you start vacuuming. Usually, think of emptying it after you vacuum. But in the case of pine needles specifically, you want to empty the bag because pine needles are very very bulky. And as you're vacuuming them up into a bag or into a canister, whatever style you have, they are going to take up a ton of room. So if you already have a half-filled bag or canister and you start getting the pine needles up in there, it's going to fill super, super fast. And the vacuum is going to stop working so well, it's going to basically not vacuum up all of the needles. So empty it before and then empty it immediately afterwards because as you probably already figured out from my story pine needles are super fragrant and they will make your vacuum smell like pine for eternity if you let them sit in the bag or the canister for too long now that doesn't sound that bad right now in december however i can promise you that in august it does become quite tedious to be vacuuming your home with the scent of christmas boy bah humbug huh I mean, listen. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit that I got a little bit of, scr- of the Scrooge in me. I do. I'm a little Scroogey. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. Um, okay. So the other thing to know about vacuums, and actually, this is the more important thing. Um, when it comes to pine needles, it is really imperative that you switch to a hose attachment. Don't use your attachments that have bristles or beater bars or anything that obstructs the flow of the needles from floor into chamber because what will happen is the needles will get there you know needles are sticky because they do have some sap sap on them so they're sticky they'll get stuck in the bristles of your vacuum attachments and then you'll have that experience that I had which was not only that the vacuum smelled like pine but it was like spitting pine needles back out at me in August that was even more annoying so make sure you switch to the hose attachment if you don't have a hose attachment on your vacuum all is not lost I have some other ways for you to clean up pine needles Um, what are they I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Come on. I know. Um, what, one thing to do, and this is very obvious, but I think it's very well worth mentioning, is that a hand vac is great because hand vacuums don't have bristles, right? They, they basically are built with essentially sort of a, it's not a hose, but it's like a hose opening. Um, it's an unobstructed opening. So they're great. It's not great for doing like a wide swath of the living room because your back is going to hurt. But in a pinch... A handheld is a really good thing to do. That I also mention um, because when you're bringing a Christmas tree home or a wreath home, if you put it inside your car, you're probably going to have pine needles in the car. Mm-hmm. Handheld for that. So the handheld back is great. Um, if you don't have one of those, you, you there's still hope. 
I, I come I come bearing other suggestions. Um, see, I'm not I'm generous. This is the this, uh, this is, is a, this is the spirit of the holidays. <laughs> I'm giving I'm giving unto you in the spirit of the holidays. Um, let's talk about sweeping. Sweeping is an option. It is not a great option if you have a rush broom, which is like the standard what you think of when you think of a broom mm-hmm. is a rush broom. The reason for that is that, again, the needles are sticky and they will stick to the rushes. The solution to that is to use a rubber broom because they won't stick to the rubber. So if you have a, like an outdoor, outdoor brooms tend to be mm-hmm. rub, made of rubber. So those are great. Great, great, great. If all you have is a rush broom, you can do a little MacGyvering, which is always fun, and take a rag, put it over the rushes, almost like, almost like you're diapering the broom. <laughs> It sounds very weird, but that's basically what we're going to do. And secure it with a rubber band. And then use that because the the that way you're covering the rushes and the needles won't stick to it, but you can still use it like a broom. You can sweep them into a dishpan mm-hmm. or dishpan, dustpan. <laughs> dustpan. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, okay. So there, there are your, those are your basics. Sweet, right. For floor care, sweeping and vacuum are your basics but but i've also got one one more fun one some zaniness yes i've got zaniness you guys can't see me but i'm doing like jazz hands cover your body in rubber and roll around (laughs) on the floor oh man i didn't think of that that's a really good one who says Um, i don't bring any good ideas to the show (laughs) besides everybody cover yourself in double stick tape yes stop drop and roll have fun with it uh, actually i mean that you could let the kids do that that would be kind of fun right <laughs> yeah, um, put them to work so so actually so the, the suggestion is not actually all that far off from it the oversized lint rollers exist in this world the sticky lint rollers they are generally marketed towards pet owners for use on furniture like beds and couches um they are great for pine needle pickup Hmm. The one issue you might find, kind of like the handheld, is like the back-breaking effect. So if the pine needles are on the floor, you don't necessarily want to be like bending down to roll the whole floor. Yeah. I've got a solution for that. I'm so excited about this. Oh, boy. It's, I mean, listen, because it's not often that I get to, I get to recommend this product. Um, you can find oversized lint rollers with extendable handles that you can use like a sticky mop. They're so cool. So there's a brand called Evercare that makes them. Um, there are a couple other. If you go to Amazon, the keyword you want to key in for these is jumbo lint roller. Jumbo lint roller. Yeah. Um, and if you just key in jumbo lint roller, you'll you'll pull up the ones that have the long handles too. So there you go. I was like really excited about that. It's so weird. It's so dorky. And I've, also cover yourself in tape. I mean. Or cover yourself in double sided tape. That's my suggestion. Yeah. Take some pictures. Send them in. Not to me, but to my co-host. And then. <laughs> She'll share the ones with me that she feels are appropriate. Yeah. I, I mean, really, if you if you coat yourself in double-sided tape and roll around on the floor to pick up needles, please take video and send it to us. <laughs> please, I'm begging you. Please, consider it my Christmas gift. Um, okay, so let's move on to pine sap. <laughs> so pine sap will get everywhere. Um, some common places that it gets, your skin... Your textiles, so like the interior of the car, the couch in the room where you set up your tree, mm-hmm. the tree skirt. Yeah. And then the other place that sap will get is on hard surfaces. So um, there are, I'm going to read a whole bunch of ways to remove pine sap. These are, this is a not, com- not at all comprehensive list because there are like a million ways. Um, 
but this is a pretty pretty good list. Some of these clearly are going to be um, things that are some are going to we'll put it this way. Some are going to be things you want to put on your skin and some some of them are going to be things you do not want to put on your skin. I will go through those but it's going to be pretty obvious to you guys. Um so out of an abundance of caution, I'm going to I'm going to give you the safety warnings, but you know, you you all are smart and you don't need me to insult your intelligence. So um that I'm not doing it for that reason. I'm just doing it out of uh, an abundance of caution and safety. Um okay, so here are some of the things. First of all, rubbing alcohol, excellent. Um, hand sanitizer is perfect for this because hand sanitizer is basically made up entirely of alcohol. So Just if like you me. don't, yeah, if you don't have straight rubbing alcohol on you and you do have hand sanitizer, go ahead and use that. It's going to work perfect. Um, nail varnish remover. That's another great one. Uh, uh, clearly safe to use on skin, right? Cause it's for, I hope so. Otherwise yeah. if you're going to be, you're gonna be getting I'm, some, I'm, some letters. I'm in big trouble because I am a nail polish girl. As people know, I always have my manicure on, um, which means I'm always taking one off. Um, okay. And then um, cooking oils. So basically any of these olive, vegetable, coconut, whatever you're like, whatever's in your pantry is your cooking oil, little, little bit of cooking oil, rub it on your hands. It's going to take the, the sap off and then obviously you have to wash your hands because they'll be oily right. um but that's great one last pantry item actually is salt good old salt just salt. yeah so like if you get pine sap on your hands just pour a little salt on and rub your hands together really vigorously it, it's like a it's like a salt scrub basically huh. and it'll and i'll take it right off i want to cover myself in sap now and try all these different options <laughs> See which um, one works the best. I wish I had known. I would have brought a bucket full of sap in, and we could have had some <laughs> had some real fun times in the podcast studio. <laughs> yeah, so far we're so far we're covering people in in tape, rubber, <laughs> and oils. Yes. Um, okay, so nice. moving into the into sort of the next category um, of things that are great for sap removal, WD forty. Regular listeners will know that I love WD forty. I. Could, I'd, I'd use it on everything. I'm one of those people. Okay. Um, paint thinner, turpentine paint thinner, um, and mineral spirits. The, we talked, was it last week that we, last episode that we did the couches and I talked about the dry cleaning solvents? I think yes. it was the last one. Yeah. Or maybe it was two episodes ago. It was the grab bag. The toilet, right? Um, and No. Um, well, anyway, so when, in that episode, we, I talked about the, the dry cleaning solvents and how they come in these like unbranded tins at the hardware store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mineral yeah, yeah. spirits are another one that are the, are the same. They, they, there's no brand name. It's just like these big tins that you get at the hardware store. Can you drink them? Why are they called no, mineral spirits? No, don't are drink they, them. Are they ghosts? Do, do, they, do they haunt Carol Ann? I don't know the answers to those. Come on. I don't know the These answer. are important follow-ups I, I'm asking here as a co-host. <laughs> you... Then when you read the show outline, you should have <laughs> sent your queries in so uh, I could have researched them in advance. Mineral spirits. <laughs> okay. So the, uh, pretty obviously that second set, the WD-40, paint thinner, turpentine, mineral spirits, those are the ones that you're, you're probably not going to want to put on your skin. You might. You might. Some people do. Whatever you're into. Um, we don't judge. Um, but those things um, are... The ones that you want to be a little bit more careful in using. They, they will work. I mean, I look, I really think if, if something as simple as rubbing alcohol or olive oil works, go that route. You know, I mean, don't go buy some crazy chemical. Just but like, I don't know. Uh, but if you want to, by all means. So for, for, te- for use on textiles, 
Um, I would say rubbing alcohol or WD-40. Um, the, the thing to know about both of them, especially the WD-40, is after you've used it to take the sap up, it is really important to go over the area with a little bit of detergent in water. Dish soap is fine. A little liquid, liquid laundry detergent is fine. A little hand soap is fine, whatever, to remove the cleaning agent because otherwise that the cleaning agent itself could create stains. Um, so that's important to know. And then if you've got something on, if you've got sap on hard surfaces, um, you know, like a hardwood floor, uh, the, the cooking oils are great. WD-40, rubbing alcohol. Um, again, if you're going to use any one of those, especially the oil or the WD-40, it's important to wash the area after with a little soapy water. Um, mostly when you're talking about hard surfaces, the reason for that is because they're slippery. So if you don't wash it away, someone could have a slip and fall accident. And then that would be um, not a great thing to have happen at the holiday. That's a bad time. Don't, yeah. don't break Aunt Ethel's neck at holiday time is a is a good rule that, that's that's one of my unless, favorite rules unless she's loaded and you are the sole heir in her will oh if you can profit from it then <laughs> no, don't yeah, do that then don't do, do that don't don't kill the relatives during the holidays um wink wink okay um all right so that was my that was my sap spiel right mm-hmm. um do, dave do, do you have any do you have any questions about my my sap spiel spiel did i get everything no 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 I, f- I feel like i feel like there's uh you gave me a lot of options a lot of different okay things i could rub on my bot because i probably will end up with some with sap. some sap but well because you're gonna go roll around in time all right so um <laughs> with that let's let's get to this um this letter mm-hmm. from andrew from reader andrew um i'm gonna i'm gonna have you read this i feel like you're gonna do justice to it yeah. Let me set up when, where it came from. Go ahead. So I got this email last year. So in 2015, like it was like the summer of 2015, maybe. Oh, this is that should, old. It's 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 pretty old. Um, and and you'll hear him say he was he was reading through my archive. When he says that, he means my Deadspin archive. So he's a Deadspin person, uh, which when you hear this will n- not be surprising at all. Um, and. He is referring to a post that I wrote, I think, in 2014 for Deadspin about uh, all, like all kinds of like pine, pine needle and holiday cleanup stuff um, that Im- that involved a, an illustration um, of a of a can of WD-40 because they all knew over there how much I loved WD-40. Anyway, so just setting setting the scene for who this guy is and and where he came from, how he came into our lives. So, Dave, take it away. Okay, there's some parts to this I don't understand, but <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll I'll learn I'll try together. to help you through it. Okay, yo, I was just reading through your archive, slow day here, and saw the post on pine needles and sap. What removes sap is ammonia. Full strength on sap burned into a saw blade, way diluted, maybe down to Windex strength on your hands. Obviously, cautions apply. I used to work in the woods as a land surveyor. And the old loggers and surveyors would piss on their hands to clean off clotted sap. Old relative to me, who was going on 69, 
Nice. <laughs> I knew you were going to love that. And clean and relative. I, I still don't know what that means. Old relative to me who is going on 69 and clean in a relative sense. He He's saying. Who's the old relative in this? In this uh, he's saying the me. old the old loggers are old relative to him. Oh, old relative yeah, to it, me. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a funny oh, warning. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Nah, I was confused by that. Yeah. Uh, works great. And you can chase the urine with a swish in the creek or a puddle. Yeah, it's not what you God, <laughs> thank God I have the job that I do. <laughs> Another thing I noticed is that when we went back to camp and made dinner, if we had ground meat and padded out hamburgers, it would clean our hands off, clean our hands of all visible sappy grime, and the burgers tasted okay. Oh, this is the grossest letter ever. <laughs> uh, the pissing and burger techniques may be a bit gamey for your audience, but you should give ammonia a try next time you have some sap to experiment on. So Andrew would like you to piss on yourself. <laughs> Then rub some burger meat around, <laughs> eat the burger meat, and then tell people. I mean, about listen, it. I'm gonna tell you, Anderson's like a hell of a good time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, I want to know Andrew's last That's name. That's some so serious I kink. I don't want to eat at his place ever. Like, what if like you meet a friend of a friend and it's like you know your 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 girlfriend's brother's sister's boyfriend Andrew and he's like we're barbecue and you go over there and you're just like wait is this the Andrew who pees on his hands? <laughs> I'm never gonna go to a barbecue right. in Andrew's house ever I'm again. Walk over to the grill at every barbecue. What's your name? <laughs> Kevin. All right. It's cool. All right. It's cool, Kev. <laughs> okay. So listen, I, it's so funny. I love this email so much. Like to me, this is, this is why I do this job. I do this job to get these weird stories from people to hear about these weird techniques. It makes total sense to me um, that ammonia and ammonia based products would work. I, you know, the thing is, is that it, Andrew says in this obvious caution supply. So um, ammonia <laughs> is a, is a pretty, heavy-duty cleaner. Um, and also, be careful where you pee on your hands. Maybe you don't want to do it around people that don't want to watch you pee on right. your hands. There's a lot, there's a lot of cautions there's a that lot, apply. There's just a lot going on here. Um, <laughs> if you work in a meat factory. <laughs> <laughs> the, re- the reason, so uh, people probably know this, but just to go into like a little bit of the science of it. So urine um, is heavy on ammonia. And that's why, you know, you could use ammonia that you buy in a store. Or you could just pee on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I personally just find the notion of peeing on yourself, like, hilarious. I think it's so funny. I'm, I wouldn't recommend it as a as a real way to clean sap off. But I'm so tickled that that's, that's like, a that works and people do it. And, lo- and, and the old loggers are, are writing to me with their folk wisdom. Like, this is what I want in life. You know what they call it, right? I, I can't even imagine where you're going to go with this one. The golden rule. Oh! Because of the color of the pee. Oh. Get it? Ha, 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 Now, guess what? That was terrible. What? You're in the know. Oh, Jesus Christ. Thank you. <laughs> yes. All right. So, listen, on, on that note, on that high note, uh, this is a good time for us to take a quick break. Dave and I will be right back with some more about holiday cleaning. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, 
Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Care. Dave and I have been talking about the holidays. We've already gotten festive. I, I'm feeling much more festive than I was when we started. How about you? I kind of have to pee from all the pee talk. <laughs> all this, all this like swishing around of your drink in your hand and the, and the, and the peeing stuff. All right. Well, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll blow through this second segment and then we'll, we'll let you go take a pee break. Um, okay, so we um, we have a we have a good question about um, a menorah. This is one I hear all the time, so we're gonna answer this question. This question applies not only to menorahs that are used for Hanukkah, but also for Kanaras that are used for Kwanzaa. Um, so I'm gonna let Dave take it away with the question from Rebecca. Rebecca says, "I have menorah issues every single year." What is the best way to clean candle wax off everything? I put a sheet of wax paper under the menorah, but even then I still have to clean wax out of the menorah itself and it takes forever, especially since it's an eight day long holiday. Not really a question, but she just has a thing. She just has a problem. Well, the question is, what is the best way to clean candle wax off of everything? Oh, right. That was up there. Yeah, so my, my reading comprehension. <laughs> that was like the second <laughs> sentence of a five sentence question. I, I, I kind of forgot. I took it all out of you with that, that first. Uh, that friggin' Andrew and his <laughs> urine covered meat. Um, Alrighty. So I have actually two, two, two things to suggest. I have suggestions for cleaning a menorah, but I actually want to start with a a suggestion of a thing that you can do as sort of a prophylactic measure mm. to prevent this dreaded wax removal process at the end of Hanukkah or Kwanzaa. And here's what it is. Spray your menorah or your kanara with cooking spray before the start of the holiday. Because what that is going to do, I mean, just like you'd, you'd spray a pan so that your food doesn't stick to it, the cooking spray, if you spray it on your menorah or your canara, is going to leave a coating that um, will keep the wax from sticking to it. So it'll be able to like come, like basically pull the wax right off. Um, so go ahead and do that. There are, you know, sort of an obvious caveat is don't spray cooking spray on your menorah or your canara if it's made of a material that you don't want cooking spray on. Um, I don't know what all you guys have your, your your various candelabra made from, but you know use use good judgment with that. Um, so if you don't want to use the cooking spray, or you forget to use the cooking spray, or you use the cooking spray, but there's still some wax that's being stubborn, uh, the the two ways to handle wax. So we talked about this in the wax episode, um, but but these are sort of weird shaped items in terms of cleaning. So um, some of the things that we talked about in the wax episode aren't going to be super great for um, for candelabra. Um, one thing you can do is you can freeze it. That's probably going to be the best bet. So just stick yeah. the whole thing in the freezer for a couple hours. The wax will contract as it hardens, and you'll be able to just pop it off with your fingernail. Um, that may still be a tedious thing to do, but it, but you can just it'll right. be easy. Um, it won't be hours of scraping. The other thing you can do, this is like, you know, th this is the one that I think is probably just not super realistic to do. But actually, after the wax episode, someone tweeted at me and was like, but Jolie, you can just boil it. And I was like, oh, sh I know she's one of mine because she's been with me so long that she remembers that. 
in 2011, I think, when I was still at the Hairpin, which was the first place that I, asked, that I wrote Ask a Clean Person, I wrote about, um, I, had, I had been to like a historic house and they talked about their can like the, the candle management in the olden times before electricity. Um, and one of the things that they would do is they would boil their candlesticks that had wax drippings on them because the boiling water, the wax would melt and then it would float to the top of the, wa- the boiling water and they could skim the wax off and then they could reuse it to make more candles. Um, and so I like mentioned it and I was just like, this is just kind of a funny, weird little nerdy history thing that I thought was interesting and I'm sharing it in the event that if you would like to boil the wax off your menorah or your canara, go for it. Yeah. The problem is, is that again, you, I mean, you have to have like a lobster pot to have to have a big enough vessel to submerge a menorah or canara in. And then you'd have to have tongs to remove it because it's like a if it's made of metal, it's like this metal thing in boiling water. Yeah, I think we need like a real good warning at the top of this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't do any of don't these things. Don't pee on yourself. Don't handle raw meat. <laughs> don't rub your body in, in weird WD-40 type stuff and keep, that's not your thing. Don't put your hands in boiling water and touch metal. Boy. It's a- um, okay, so so pro- that's it, look. It's a way, right? And I d- and I did promise this. I was like, I really promise that when we do the holiday episode, I'm going to talk about the boiling thing. Like, I love that you remember this, and that I think it's so great. Um, okay, here's a here's a little bit more of a realistic way to apply heat to remove wax. Just turn a hair dryer on the thing, right? It's going to melt the wax, and you can basically take a bunch of paper towels and just like wipe wipe the warm wax off of it. Yeah, I would so, go freezing. Freezing seems like I, the it freezing is the, the least yeah. work. The and freezing that's what I'm is all the way about. to go. I'm all about the path of least resistance. And you should be. I mean, that's yeah. like the that's correct. There's not a no, point right. in like using a $500 method if a $5 method will do. Oh, like if I ever become yeah. filthy rich and have like billions of dollars, I will do the most expensive thing ever just so I could do it. Okay, but, that's fair. But up until now, and or okay. at now, no, that's not okay. going to happen. That's that's totally fair. All right, so um, so yeah, I would say the the, the freezing is the best. But uh, you know, I like to give all the other the other little methods because a lot of people like hearing them and they're weird and it's fun. Um, and I'm a giver, and this is it's true the, the season for giving. Okay, so we've got we've got one last um, we've got one last question, and. We'll answer it and we'll and we'll <laughs> sign off and then we'll and then we're going to talk to you guys about what we're going to do in the next bonus episode because we're excited about it. Okay, Jane. Okay. Jane is going to take us home. What is the best way to deal with all the fucking wrapping paper? She didn't write that. She didn't say fucking, but I did. But that's what I think of when I think of all the wrapping paper on the floor. All right, Jane. Jane asks, yeah. what is the best way to deal with all the wrapping paper? Yeah. Yeah. So, is, is there like a secret way? Like I feel like it's just gather it and stuff it in a bag and throw it out. Sort of, but there's a there's a management. T- this is actually my family's management oh. technique. Is it the, is it the ro- cover your body and tape thing that yeah. I suggested earlier? <laughs> and, and then roll, roll around the and pick up all of the stray wrapping paper. How often would that be a good thing to do for your problem <laughs> at home? We should figure that out. Like how many things could go wrong in your house where covering your body and tape and rolling around over the problem would solve it? Let's ask let's ask the listeners to give us suggestions. <laughs> we want to know. I spilled I spill, I spill gravy all over the floor. What do I do? <laughs> Cover your body in tape. Roll around on the floor. Thanks for so, listening. Here's the thing. So someone, let me go off because this is actually a short answer, and we, we do have a little bit of time. So someone someone tweeted at me this week, 
basically the gist of it was Dave seems lovely, but I don't understand why he's the co-host. Oh, yeah. I don't understand why this dude who knows nothing about cleaning Hater. is the co-host. Um, Hater's going to hate and, and I, you know, I didn't I didn't respond because I actually just thought it was like a horrifyingly sexist question and I, I didn't want to give it I was air. a victim of sexism um. <laughs> and I didn't like it. Um, I don't know just because it, I don't know what it, either the implication was that I should have a female who doesn't know about cleaning or I should have a female who does know about cleaning. No, or I, th- I think she just felt like I was an idiot who didn't bring anything to the show and I happened to be male. But I, I'm more than happy to, 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 to point out how affected I was by, by her okay. discrimination. Well, I hope I hope your feelings weren't hurt. No one, but, no one but gets as like, a white straight what, man how hard it is for me. This is why I have Dave, right? Because he says things like wrap yourself in double-sided tape Great. and roll around to pick up gravy off the floor. And then, <laughs> I feel like I'm this outside is the added box. value. I'm outside the box, people. <laughs> like, sure, you can get the standard, like, normal thing to do, but covering your body in tape and rolling around on the floor? <laughs> you wouldn't get that anywhere else. So anyway, so that's why Dave's here. Because we have fun. He makes the show extra fun for me. Yeah, sorry if you um, don't like fun person <laughs> whose name I won't say, even though I looked you up on Twitter and saw what you said. Yeah, I sold you out. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, okay, so, okay, let's talk about the wrapping paper management. I, You know, actually, here's one. I would love to hear from you guys how you manage wrapping paper um, during the holidays, because it, it, is, it is a real bear. Um, so what we do in our house is before present opening begins, Everyone gets their own trash bag. So you, you bust your own wrapping <laughs> paper, basically. Okay, I and see. It's, and it's easy. Like, we just, we just stick the trash bag, like, right next to us. And as we're opening things, we just put the paper in the bag. It's, instead of throwing it on the floor, there's no difference between putting it in a bag next to you and throwing it on the floor next to you in terms of the action you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like it takes away from the joy of the moment of just... Like unwrapping the present and it's, you know, whatever, it's a board game or a sex toy, whatever you're opening up on that beautiful Christmas morning. And then you got to go, wait, hold on, let me just put the paper in the garbage. I want to throw stuff everywhere. I want to, I want to, I want to throw the paper everywhere. I don't want to do that. And I don't want to see other people <laughs> do that thought of it. It just made me so nervous. I'm like, remind me never go to Christmas at the Lozo's house. Jeez. Um, no, and I do understand that that's part of the fun of it. So like, I, you know, it, if throwing wrapping paper all around is is part of your family's fun, then you know my family's solution is not going to do it for you. But that but that's what we do, and it's very simple, and it makes it easy, and it means that one person doesn't get stuck cleaning up all the wrapping paper afterwards. How how, um, how much do you hate ticker tape parades? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> do you just freak out when like the Yankees are going down the Canyon of Heroes? Well, I mean, especially because it means that the Yankees have have won something, and yeah. that's even worse for someone like me. That's true, right? It's all double, guys, doubly bad. Don't forget, I'm a Red Sox fan. Um, no one could ever forget that. Um, so yeah, so that's what we do. So I listen. It's not like this isn't a groundbreaking solution. It's just that it works in our family. I would love to hear what you guys all do. Um, what solutions you have. I mean, the, the other issue is that it doesn't address the problem of recycling. <clears throat> Wrapping paper is tricky with recycling, though, because of the tape that's stuck on it and, you know, the sort of bows and the tags. Like, a lot of that stuff isn't recyclable. Um, if you're a recycling expert, hit me up. I want to hear your secrets. Like recycling garbage, not recycling columns that you've written over and over again. Yeah, no. Rick, Rick Riley. <laughs> Hashtag sports. Yeah. Um, I mean, remember, I used to work with him. Um, okay. So we're, we're wrapping up. Yeah. 
the only I, I only thing I, the only Good. thing I want oh yeah I didn't even mean that no, no no the only thing I wanted to add about that was that if you are a recycling expert and your solution is to pee all over the wrapping paper um, we'd like to hear from you <laughs> we would we would doubly like to hear from you the urine actually breaks down the tape off of the paper and therefore allows the uh, recycling people to separate the uh, or just cover yourself in more tape and then I'm just saying <laughs> have, uh, you have to have somebody do it for you probably but that's 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 what friends and that's what that's what spouses are for covering what your to pee on you when you're covered in wrapping paper both that and the tape <laughs> Sorry, I was looking at my yeah, notes, but I yeah. think I missed something. No, no, oh, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, listen. Hey, you guys. We are going to wrap this up. Now, I did that on purpose. <laughs> I did that on purpose. I Bef- get it. Before we go, um, we have, a, we have a, little, a little jolly news to share. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're recording this on December 8th. It's a Thursday. And I was on the Rachel Ray Show today. I filmed the appearance um, before Thanksgiving. It aired today. It was me and Rachel and Emeril. Bam. And he says <laughs> bam. You. Yeah. He, he says thank bam. You. And I was demoing my 60-second bathroom quick clean and some party stain removal stuff. We talked about getting little coffee spills. Uh, Rachel doused Emerald with coffee and Emerald did not know that that was going to happen. Bam. Bam. Um, And we did stains on ties and red wine and cranberry sauce and all that stuff. Um, So you can go to the Rachel Ray Show website and you can find that. You can watch the clips if you didn't see it live. We are going to go record a bonus episode now and I'm going to talk about some sort of like behind the scenes stuff um, of filming that. So... If um, you would be interested in hearing that, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash askacleanperson and selecting one of the amazing rewards we're offering to our listeners, including bonus episodes. Uh, And that will do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. If you like what you heard today, we would love it if you would subscribe on Acast or iTunes, leave a rating, and tell your pals about our weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And of course, thank you to you, our listeners, for joining us for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. We both would like to wish you all a very happy holiday season. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.